All right, guys, um, injuries for today. Um, Aziz with knee will be limited. Uh, Hufanga, knee limited. Um, Jordan Willis, ankle will not practice. Marcel Harris, Achilles limited. Ambry Thomas has a knee limited. Greenlaw, groin limited. Garoppolo, shoulder and thumb limited. Elijah Mitchell, knee limited. Um, Nick um, Bosa still in the protocol. And Fred Warner, ankle limited. Go ahead. Kyle, how serious is the issue with Ambry Thomas's knee, and do you know where that happened? Um, we're not sure what play it happened on. It happened sometime in the game, just a bone bruise. We think it'll be all right, but it's not, not all right for a Tuesday. Hey, uh, Kyle, Jimmy's um, you know, performance, is, his accuracy was remarkably different in, in the second half. Looked like he got hurt on his last throw of the, of the first half. Could you attribute any of that to his shoulder injury? Um, I mean, you can ask him, but no, I don't. I think he did it earlier than his last throw. I think he did it earlier in the second quarter, I think. But he had two he had two throws that were off, and um, I personally had to do the shoulder. Kyle, obviously it's been a long time since you played Green Bay back in week three. How do you think your team is different from then, and, and how different do you think Green Bay is and in what way? Um, I mean, I think both teams are a lot better. Um, you know, it was earlier in the year for both of us. You know, I think we had – uh, we hadn't lost a game yet. I think they were 500 at the time. And, um, you know, I think I don't think either of us were executing as good as we are now on both sides. Uh, we've both been a lot through a lot versus then. And um, I think on both sides of the ball and in special teams, um, both teams are better in all the phases. Al, is there anything that you guys can do to fully prepare for the weather conditions that you're likely to face on uh, Saturday night? Nope. I mean... Prepare to dress warm and prepare to get your mind right. Um, and if you do, then um, it's usually not a factor. I think we'll be all right. Um, you know, I don't, I don't do well in cold, but I'll be all right in a football game. And I think everyone else will be the same. We turn them on. Hey Kyle, what's muted. the confidence we'll level back to you, among the team? Right. Muted. Sorry. Oh, hi. Yeah. Sorry. Go okay. ahead. No worries. Uh, just wondering what the confidence level is like and what the vibe in the locker room is is or vibe in the locker room is like right now. Our, our guys are real confident. Uh, I think they've been that way for a while. Um, you know, it took us a while to earn that. Um, the way this year started out, we went into the year confident, had some rough patches, but uh, we've been we believed in our team for a while, and, and we've always felt we could play with anyone, and um, we've been doing that at some times, especially this last month or so. But uh, we feel real good about ourselves, and we're up for this challenge this week. Yeah, Kyle, I think in the first Green Bay game, you had, I think there was 81 yards and in pass interference penalties, and that was kind of an issue earlier in the year that you, you rectified. And I'm curious as to your, uh, your take on what changed in the secondary. Was it a gradual improvement? What do you attribute to the improvement in that area? Uh, yeah, I think it was 116 yards, so it definitely wasn't, it definitely wasn't good. Um, and I, we had another game like that, too, with Indy. But, um, you know, we had a number of guys playing in that game who've been in and out throughout the year. Um, and that's kind of how the whole year's gone for our whole group. But I think just everybody, not just individuals, but the whole everyone who's gone back there has gotten better each week as it's gone. Um, we had some guy, young guys play early. Um, now we're having some young guys play late. Um, we've had some veterans play early, some different veterans play late. We've had guys come in for injuries, guys out and back in. So uh, it's been a number of guys. And I just think um, whatever it is, just collectively, we've all gotten a lot better and we've eliminated some of those penalties and done a better job of eliminating the big plays too. 
yeah, I was trying to do some sign language with you uh, to to ask you if it's all in the head, like oh, when it comes to the weather. Right. I thought you were asking if I was wearing a hat. Um, <laughs> no, and like, I mean, your your team is so, it, you guys appear to have so many really tough guys. So is that kind of part of it that they just have to, kind of a, a mind over matter type of thing? Um, to a degree. I mean, I think each person looks at it individually. I mean, however people deal with it. I mean, some people aren't gonna wear sleeves and it's gonna be mind over matter and it's gonna work for them. Um, me personally, I understand how cold it is. I'm going to dress warm as possible and prepare for that so I'm not cold. Um, but that, that's how I just, whatever guys need to do, just understand that it is a real deal. The weather is cold out there, um, but that's no reason to affect a game. I mean, wind is a much bigger factor. Rain is a bigger factor. Um, but the cold weather, um, you could do something about that. And um, I believe it also helps when you're out there playing football because when you're running in and hidden, um, you don't stay too cold. Hey, Kyle, now that we've afforded the opportunity to talk to Mike McDaniel this year, um, obviously he's serious quite a bit, but he might lead the NFL in, like, I guess, uh, sarcastic humor and dry wit. Um, is he much the same with you guys or just behind the scenes? Is kind of what we're seeing what you get? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I haven't watched his press conferences. Um, I don't study them, um, but I have an idea of how they are. That's Mike. Uh, he's an acquired taste um and you guys are getting it so uh, Mike, mike's a good dude he's really good at what he does and uh he's himself uh, he's one of the smartest coaches i've been around and he's um he's been huge to our team and huge for me um, throughout my entire career fred told us earlier this year that he pulled trey aside and asked him to to challenge the defense more in practices uh as as the scout team quarterback what, what do you want to see from Trey this week in that role with with, with Aaron Rodgers on tap for the weekend? Um, exactly that. You know, I mean, Aaron does a real good job of not making bad decisions and not turning the ball over. Um, but he also um, makes all the plays down the field when, wherever you're off just a hair. Um, so we, we need um, Trey to be very aggressive, let it rip. Um, hopefully, our, if he does make some mistakes in practice, our, our defense will catch him and make him pay. But uh, we need him to be aggressive in everything he does because um, Aaron doesn't miss many of those opportunities when they're presented to him. You know, Kyle, having faced Aaron before and having been in the playoffs, how much are you guys able to draw on that past experience? Um, not much. I mean, every game is its own game and each year and each situation. I mean, it, each team is different. I mean, he's the same quarterback that we've played and which makes um, it a huge challenge. Everyone knows um, that Aaron's the man. Um, but, I mean, this doesn't have to do with the last time we met in the playoffs, and it doesn't have to do with our game earlier this year. It's one game. It's going to be on Saturday. It's three and a half hours, and it's this team right now versus their team, and it's going to be as simple as that. Kyle, you obviously don't want to start uh, the season three and five and, and go through a four-game losing streak, but is, is there any benefit to it in terms of your team having to play with its back against the wall maybe earlier in the season and and sort of being accustomed to that sense of urgency as you get to this point? Uh, yeah, definitely. I, I think, um, I mean, your experiences are what make you who you are in life and, and definitely as a team. Um, you know, being three and five, I mean, I don't wish that on anyone. Um, but when you can fight through it and um, 
Uh, I always feel when bad things happen or things you would label a bad thing, they can be such a good thing if you can get through them. Um, and if you get through them, you, know, you always can do it individually, but when you got to do it as a team and when you get through it with a group of people, um, it makes you stronger as an individual and it makes your whole team so much stronger. And uh, we got through a lot of stuff this year and um, I feel that struggles made us who we are. And that's why I feel like there's not a situation we're going to ever panic in. Uh, we feel like we've been in it and uh, we believe that we have a chance to win any game we play in um, until there's zero on the clock. That's the only time we can accept it. Oh, this is kind of a follow-up to that, uh, and hopefully not too similar, but I think you have 25 or 26 guys on your roster that were on the team in 2019. When when you have guys who have been through it, particularly in the playoffs, how, how much can that help you when you get into situations like Sunday and, and you have a close game coming down to it, guys who have not only been in tough games but on that big stage like that? Um, I think it's good to have your team mixed up of, of everything because it's, you know, sometimes it's, you know, when you've been there before, sometimes you, you know how hard it is to get there. Um, so sometimes those guys are the most uptight ones. Sometimes, not always. Sometimes they've been there before and they're used to it. But sometimes you got a new guy who's never been involved in it and he thinks that this happens every single year and it's just like any other game. So you got tons of situations with each individual. And I just love that we have the experience on our team that's done it. We have some other guys who have been in the league a ton and haven't gotten this experience. I mean, being able to hear people like Trent Williams talk to our team last week or guys like Alex Mack. I mean, Alex Mack telling our rookies, I mean, before the um, Rams game, it took him till his eighth year to make the playoffs, um, till his eighth year to win more than six games. Um, Trent just won his first playoff game last year, and he had only been in two. Um, so, you know, you want guys to realize, because at the end of this year, it's it, everyone's tired. Um, and when everyone gets to break, it's it's not as hard. It's hard to get up each week and keep doing this a grind. But when you're doing it for something special like a playoffs and trying to get to the ultimate goal, the last game, um, you don't let that pass by. You, you don't get in these situations very much. You can't guarantee it every year. And um, guys are going to look back and um, hope they gave their all in these moments. And I think we've got a team filled with different leaders, filled with different experience. And I think collectively that's why our – our team really understands what this moment is. Three more. Kyle, uh, a quick one on Fred Warner. He said he'll, uh, you know, he expects to play basically. Is that your expectation? And then also uh, you said, you know, you can't glean too much from a week three game. What's what's your process? How far back do you go? Like how useful is it uh, to how far back do you watch the Packers oh you always go back and watch it unless you change coaches I mean so you always watch the schemes and um, what you do against each other and the, I mean you watch every game throughout the year but I just mean in terms of what happens you know you never want to say hey it was it was this way that time so it's going to be this way now uh, you, you can talk that's for people to talk about and if I wasn't coaching I'd be watching that game and I'd be talking about all week based off of that game but it really doesn't matter in here um, once that game starts it's just all about that first play and when that's over it's about the second play and that's really all that matters so you just got to keep your guys focused on that preparing for that you watch the last game you prepare for situations but you mix that in with everything else and you see what's going to go down on Saturday and you get ready to adjust when Trent Williams talked to the guys the other night can you share what his message was and what he said um, I mean, he just he talked to the special teams just about how important it was um, to really trying to motivate those guys and tell them when he watches them get 10 yards on it. He knows that's one less first down that the offense has to get um, when you hear a guy like Trent say that. And Trent, like I've said before, he genuinely loves football. And when you have a guy get up in a special teams meeting who probably hasn't played special teams probably ever, um, I would be very surprised if he has. Um, but he says how much he enjoys it and how much it inspires him. I think that inspires 
our guys. And um, to know when you have a player like that um, who's played such good football but hadn't ever won a playoff game and only got an opportunity to play in two, um, you realize how tough this is to get. Um, and I think when you hear a guy like that talk that everyone respects so much, um, it wakes everybody up a lot. Hey, Kyle, I'm not looking for a percentage, but, you know, obviously your run game has evolved quite a bit over the years. How much of that is, is Mike McDaniel? No, uh, Mike does a ton of it. I mean, I mean, we all do it in here. Um, but I mean, we all have our separate areas that we work on. Then we try to bring it together and patch it all together to make an offense as a whole. And then we distribute it to all our position coaches. So Mike gets as much credit as anyone in this building. Um, Chris Furster gets a lot of credit. Um, our line, um, all the assistants, all the guys who draw, the position coaches. But Mike's in charge of that, and Mike's been unbelievable without that. With not just here, um, he did the same thing for me in Atlanta. Cleveland, um, and was a big part of Washington too. Last one, Matt. As as far as the linebackers and, and, and Dre, it, it seemed like uh, he was the, the weak side linebacker to start the game um, against Dallas, but that Aziz came in at some point and was playing that role too. Was that the plan to begin with, or or is Dre still sort of working through that? that core injury yeah they're both working through stuff you know i mean both of those guys just to get back these last two weeks it's it's been extremely impressive um but yeah we wanted to get both of them out there but um you know neither of them have got to play or practice a ton of football so it kind of takes care of itself throughout the game thank you coach all right thanks guys hey coach how you doing i'm doing well cam how you doing i'm good good thanks can we um, get to the fake punt and, and just kind of explain what happened there and why, why Josh Norman wasn't in position for that? Yeah, we had D stay on the field and uh, guys just ran a good route, but we respecting the fake defense was out there. We had D stay on the field, so guys just ran a good route. Richard, as you mentioned, your defense did stay on the field, but why was Norman, obviously Norman hasn't been playing corner why, why was he on the field Norman is playing special teams with us now and he's in on defense stay so in defense stay when you put your defense stay out there you put two fresh corners out there because they got fresh gunners and then obviously you sub your punt returner for a safety or interior player so those guys are fresher and those guys are out there and uh guy just ran a good route on them but excited about the opportunity we got this week to go in a Lambo and compete, I can tell you that. And Josh can't wait to get back out there. How does the potential elements in, in Lambo field impact the way not only you prepare, but um, think about some of the differences versus, um, I guess, normal conditions? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and, and the elements, especially in the cold, the ball doesn't travel as well. Uh, the ball's usually harder usually harder to kick um but it's nothing like playing in the rain it's, it's nothing like playing in windy games uh cold you can handle i mean it's uh the balls just don't travel as far in the cold and you just got to make sure you guys keep your hands warm and have the right type of cleats on and have the proper layers on and then just get ready to go out there and play football at the end of the day however you deal with it uh you just got to get ready to play football and understand that you may cover more kicks. Uh, you may return more kicks because the ball is not going to travel as well. It's not going to travel as far, uh, but as it would in a normal condition. So that's a great question.
Richard, on the uh, the penalty on, on the attempt to block the punt there, what, what is the coaching point in terms of kind of finding that line between being aggressive and getting after it and, and you know, making sure you don't run into a guy in a fourth and 20 like that? Yeah, sure. The coaching point always is to stay off the punter. You never want to run into uh, the punter. Guys got free there, uh, probably got a little bit too excited because they were so free in there. And uh, yeah, the guy, two guys that have really been doing a great job for us, uh, helping us turn this thing around in Mark and Zacha and, uh, and River Craycraft uh, here the last month or so. These guys have been really playing really good football. Just got too excited and, and had a guy leave his feet and and uh, got a little bit, little bit too excited, which we never want a guy to do. You just want to run right off to the side of the punter, uh, right off to the side of the block point at ten yards. So um, it'll be they, they, they'll learn from that. Hey, Richard, I don't expect you're going to drag your opponent, but the Packers, by various measurements, you know, rank near the bottom in a lot of special teams categories. Do do you see some opportunities maybe for you guys? To have a big game? Well, I just I just look at the tape. I don't really look at any of that stuff that you're uh, referring to. I just look at tape, and I see some really good players on tape. I see Oren Burks, who I think is a good player on tape. Amari Rogers uh, is a good returner. I mean, he's a young kid. He's learning. Um, I see Ty Summers, who's been a good player in this league for a while. I've got Mason Crosby. And this is the NFL. And on any given Sunday, anybody can get beat. So you never want to go into any game with any preconceived notions. You want to go into every game. It's its own game. And we're going in with full respect for our opponent, uh, just like any other game. So um, we're excited for the challenge. We're up for the challenge. Uh, can't wait to, to, to get down there and can't wait to get to practice today. It's exciting. we got a chance to be in divisional round uh, and have a chance to, to help our football team. And we want to do that. We want to help the offense. And we want to help the defense out this game. Can you um, just touch on just how impressive Robbie Gold is in the postseason and just what, how he kind of locks in mentally differently? Yeah, I mean, I, I've been really pleased with the trajectory of the unit, um, the field goal unit, and really the whole special teams unit this last month. We feel like we're on a, a good trajectory right now. Had a couple bumps in the road uh, last game, but nothing major um, to where – uh, you feel down about what the guys have done. These guys are busting their tail and Pepper snapping the ball really well. Uh, Mitch has been holding well. Uh, heck, Juice got in there in hell when he needed to. And Robbie is just a consummate pro. I mean, to be so locked in, I could have told you that he was going to do what he did in the L.A. game by the way he looked at us the night before that game and the way he was all week. And he punted him when we needed him to. He's kicked a couple 50-yard field goals, winning that game by six points the other day uh, in Dallas. That was phenomenal by him. Um, he's been kicking off really well um, with good direction. He just His mindset and the way he's locked in with good direction, good hang time, been getting some good key contributions from guys like River Craycraft, Mark, uh, Jeff Wilson helped out a ton in that area. Charlie Warner has helped out a ton in that area. Uh, just Curtis made, you know, some – these guys have been making some good plays, good tackles inside the 20-yard line, inside the 21-yard line. And a lot of that has to do with Robbie's mindset and his focus and his direction and his location on his kicks. So, Janu usually December and January or Robbie goes month. You know his birthday's in December. So, he's uh, he's locked and loaded 
And uh, I can tell you what, he was fired up in meetings today, so I can't wait to see him later on. Another weather question for you. The, the 49ers played a playoff game in Green Bay in 2013, and, and the field was just different, to put it lightly. Yep. Um, you know, how important is the Friday practice that you're going to have? I don't, I don't know whether it'll be in Green Bay or Appleton, but h- how important is it to get out there and, and do some kicking off of that frozen surface somewhere in, in Wisconsin uh, the day before the game? Yeah, we typically, good question, man. We typically don't kick uh, the day before a game just so the guys have a uh, rest with their legs and they're as fresh as they can go, uh, as fresh as they can be uh, before game time. But feel good about it. You know, Mitch has played in that type of weather before. Robbie's played, obviously, on that field in that type of weather before. It's interesting that you bring that game up uh, because we actually watched a little bit of that game in our meeting today. So, uh, yeah, we're well aware of it. And and uh, we watched that with the specialists today. Obviously, Phil had the big game-winning kick in that uh, that game. And, and it was it was good, 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 good game for him. Good game for the Niners. Richard, uh, Kyle just told us that uh, last week before the game, Trent Williams addressed your group. Um, which maybe seems a little bit unusual, but uh, clearly he, he, it meant a lot to him going to the game. What was your perspective on, on what Trent had to say to, to your guys? Yeah, Trent, uh, Trent is always locked in when it comes to field goal pro. You know, he's he obviously uh, is in all the meetings on field goal pro because that's what he's involved in. And, uh, yeah, he just got up and addressed, addressed the group and, as well as a couple other guys. And I just thought it meant – a lot to the guys to hear from Trent because they know how much he loves football. And I've, I've been with Trent for a long time. We drafted Trent when I was in Washington. So I've seen him grow and I'm just proud of him and proud that he got a chance to, to experience this here with the Niners and, and win his first playoff game. It, it was special to him. I mean, he talked about how fired up he is to see guys like, uh, Trent Cannon when he broke that return or, uh, Ayuk or Travis when they get a good punt return and it's a first down for them and they already feel like they got a first down on offense and they just he just he just is a a pros pro and 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 Trent just I mean I, it's hard to put into words to be honest with you but you could hear a pin drop in that room and it was awesome maybe you can ask Trent a little more about it my perspective is that it was like wow he really cares just curious why um, Travis Benjamin is is a better option to return punts these last few weeks than uh, than Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, not not necessarily anybody better than other. Everything is situational, and Travis has been doing a really good job. I mean, I think his last three punt returns have all been over eleven or twelve yards a pop, so that's been outstanding. He's trying to carve him a role out there, and Brandon's still in the mix, and can't wait to see him uh, get out there as well. So it's just situational. It's uh, no no one way or the other. All right. Thank you, Coach. All right. Thanks, guys. See you. Hey, Faithful. Click here to subscribe.